Welcome to Fireside Chats with Utah Council for Citizen Diplomacy. My name is Julieta Romero, and I am the Fireside Chats Podcast Fellow at UCCD. These Fireside Chats are short conversations with Utah's citizen diplomats who are reformulating the American worldview by bringing their global experience back home to Utah. I'm excited to host Daniel Romero, a local activist and community health worker here in Salt Lake City. Hi, Daniel, and thanks for joining us. Well, yeah, my name is Dan- Daniel Romero Guerrero, um, as well as Danny, but I'm a trans masculine individual from Guadalajara, Jalisco, and I use he, they pronouns interchangeably. Um, I came here in 2006, uh, started off in California, then came to Utah, and from there have been, I don't know, Utah raised person, I guess, so now... Yeah, this is definitely home, and I feel very uh, grateful to to live in Salt Lake and serve the communities that I'm part of here. Uh, from there, I started kind of activism in high school and then transitioned to grassroots organizing and then local government and now in, like, nonprofit as a community health worker. Um, so just getting familiar with different um, areas that serve communities, um, still, like, outreach efforts that you know, local government does, and then as well as like nonprofit. Right. So what does activism mean to you? And how did you get involved in the activist community here in Utah? I think activism definitely translates to like community building and community empowerment, at least in my point of view, or it does lead to that, or it is a something that people are working together towards, whether it's just, you know, in your local school, you know, you realize that students would rather study with one another how can that turn into activism like little things that serve you know um, a group and like the work around it that happens to make an effort happen I guess and I think here you know just seeing like what different needs were happening in the community and how I could I could myself or unite efforts or collaborate efforts with different people to kind of accommodate those needs and what are different types of activism like I feel So there might be that perspective of going to protests and attending those, but what are some different other ways you can play in the activist role? You know, it could be anything, even just having conversations with friends, sharing your point of view, sharing your lived experiences and different like uh, positionalities or identities or roles that we have to take up and just having conversation and dialogue that is activism, but as well as like what different like skills do people have that can be also activism right like even like you know using social media or using the arts or using things that you're already interested in into making like community and building community so was there a certain event that inspired you to just want to be more of an activist i don't know if like a specific event but definitely like a collection of moments of different spaces that i was in or conversations that i had that did build community that were empowering, that was a conversation around solutions and ways of, again, being of service and, and seeing the needs and assessing those needs kind of led to that. And you said you started in high school, right? Yeah. That's awesome that you were so young and already wanting to participate in your community in that way. Thank you. So what role does activism play in helping to diversify our community? I feel like there's definitely, you know, a lot of complexity 
as well um, to kind of different barriers or obstacles or dynamics that do lead to the current situations that different people face or the different lack of needs that they face or lack of resources and and different like oppressing factors whether like even like socially culturally and institutionally and systemically of course but i think because these movements are so complex and a very peculiar like or a very specific lived experience right like the different layers that add to someone whether it's like being a single parent different uh gender sexuality race ethnicity and whatnot that can kind of make it even more difficult um, so even just having dialogue, because, you know, we all, we we can't know how to problem solve for anything because, you know, it's not our lived experience. We can understand how to like, what would be the best solution for the barriers that we have or the lack of needs that we have, but how can we make it a collective effort because we all, you know, having, you know, it's our neighbors, it's our peers, it's our, it's our coworkers. So how can we really work to understand one another and understand the way we are affected differently because of those things. What would you want to say to someone who's trying to be an ally to these um, marginalized communities and they're wanting to be an activist in these marginalized communities? Definitely, again, like that openness and receptivity and and understanding that there is a process of also unlearning, you know, because it is rooted, you know, socially, culturally, again, and the different ways that we might perpetuate that harm again whether it's as simple as like a narrative or something like that so how can we really hold ourselves accountable or want to strive to or feel inspired to hold yourself accountable to them be like oh like this this worldview that I have is only limited to me that's like everybody's worldview there's so many lived experiences that are happening that need needs accommodated to so yeah just that allyship of openness and receptivity and willing to unlearn and, and embrace diversity. Would you mind explaining the role that intersectionality plays in activism? Like, I feel like, again, because it is like layered, especially it could be very similar. We're still under the same socioeconomic class, gender identity, or like sexuality and whatnot and shared demographics, but still maybe you know, there's a difference in like immigration status and whatnot that might add to the complexity of the different needs that I have as an individual that like we might share some and like striving for everybody's problem solving or understanding what everybody would need. Assist that. Sorry, I don't know if I answered that question. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got it. You got it. And so going along with that, what advice would you give to someone who's both an ally and part of the marginalized community? who wants to get involved in activism, where should they start and the kind of advice you would want to give them? I think at least personally, I saw that like being in community is empowering. You know, you're having those conversations. So I think locally uh, would be a really good place to start, whether it's like what's going on at the local library, what's going on on maybe like social media, different grassroots efforts, or even things that sometimes local government or nonprofits are are doing um, in forms of community building, community events, uh, distribution of resources um, that are happening. But as well as you do feel comfortable in an online community, then just see like what kind of would be different things that interest you in like, you know, whether it's like environmental stuff or more politics and, and just do a little bit of research, see what feels 
good for you and in, in ways that you can get started and, and activate allyship and activate um, activism. And what would you say, because oftentimes it can be kind of discouraging when you are being an activist for something that you're passionate about and not seeing any progress or seeing little to no progress. So what words of encouragement would you give to those people in those situations? That Yeah, sometimes it does feel a little bit overbearing, especially because, you know, not only issues that are happening globally, but then at a state level and nationally and then internationally as well. And as an individual effort, it does feel like a lot. However, you know, it, it does take a community, it does take a collective, it does take um, a group of people to strategize an effort, to come together, to problem solve for an effort, uh, whatever that looks like too. It could even be creative efforts, creative endeavors, just things that could help others, even like skating. Like there's so many things that can build community. You know, there's a group of people that really like hiking. How can they, you know, hiking clubs that are out there and whatnot. So just being most useful to like the resources around you and around your community and finding ways to get involved. How does activism play a role in diplomacy here in Utah? So previously I was with like Salt Lake County and um, I was interning for their Office of Diversity and Inclusion. Um, and that was pretty neat. I got introduced also to the Council on Diversity Affairs, which had uh, different subcommittees um, having like an action plan uh, from like health to then like leadership with youth, um, housing and whatnot. So it's interesting that there's a there's a lot of things that play a role in what's happening in our community, you know, and, and even that sense of diplomacy and, and civic leadership, you know, not only coming together with your community members, but then noticing, too, that like maybe it's your park, you know, your local park. And how can you get involved with even local government or agencies that are pushing efforts that kid? kind of like elevate already people's uh, voice and can kind of aid that advocacy because there's a lot going on there's a lot going on in, in Salt Lake County and Salt Lake City as well um, and just like how can we bridge uh, communities through collaboration and through conversations of different efforts that are happening and joining forces yeah Salt Lake City is growing more and more diverse by the day so I think activism is going to play an even bigger role as Salt Lake and Utah as a whole continues to grow and diversify. What struggles does um, the younger generation face as far as activism and how could we hope to overcome those obstacles? I think in current day, there's a lot of maybe like reactionary politics, whether that's because of like social media or different factors that play a role and maybe people not having access to uh, credible news, even, you know, the spread of fake news and whatnot. So there's already a lot of pushback with a lot of different things and a lot of different topics. So I think it's it's important to, again, kind of have an effort happening locally to open up those conversations because, you know, unfortunately, there is a lot of biases and prejudices that don't allow our communities to interact with each other in a way that's like surrounded and maybe even leadership and what that looks like and and taking maybe um, agency and, and pushing efforts in our community and with one another and the things that we need and the things we we strive together, like even like a community vision or a collective vision that we could participate in. So I think just how can young leaders 
build community in different spaces that they take up to push those efforts. Um, again, even like skating, dance, there's so many community out there that sometimes we think like, oh, you know, community and activism looks a specific way, but no, it looks very different for different people because we all come from different backgrounds and different uh, skills and I guess talents and different spaces that we're in and how can we make best of use of that to advance our, our like young leadership and our young activism or activism and leadership as youth and as like the generations that are gonna essentially you know continue like we there's even like generations after us like sometimes I'm like oh wow my sister's not even out of high school she's a whole different generation so uh how can we build on that for future generations to come as leaders yeah and I like how you mentioned those different types of communities like skating and dancing and just not being afraid to take up that space I think for a long time younger generations have been afraid to take up that space but I feel like that's changing with our generation and I hope it just keeps on changing. If I remember correctly, you were involved in the youth summit that UCCD hosted, right? So can you tell me what you did when you were in that youth summit and how you were a participant in that? Um, yeah, I recently spoke at the youth summit that was uh, late September. Um, and as I say, essentially it was around equitable communities yeah, it was just a, a panel and just discussing how, how again, young leaders can partake in different efforts that are happening, um, especially with like equitable and, and communities that are inclusive, that are understanding of the different dynamics and lived experiences and, and ensuring that it is as inclusive as possible and that our efforts are partaking in different voices in the communities with different positionalities and intersectionalities the Global Leadership Scholarship Fund. Yeah, essentially, uh, it was just a cohort um, of like 10 leaders uh, from like me and myself coming from Mexico and then um, Algeria, Rwanda, the Democratic Republic of Congo, uh, South Africa, and then as well as like Utah and even Idaho. And like Utah was like Logan and Salt Lake City. Oh, and Afghanistan. But we essentially went to this One Young World Summit uh, in England and we just got involved in kind of different things that we were interested in uh, with like leadership and a little bit of like networking and they just brought people from all over the world and did even like a flag bearing ceremony and recognized even countries that weren't recognized by the UN which was also very interesting. That sounds like such a cool experience. I'm glad you got to do that and honestly all the work that you've done at such a young age is so inspiring and I can't wait to see what you're going to keep on doing for on the communities that you represent thank you appreciate it now any last words get involved even with the things that you find interest in even if it's hobbies and in ways that that could build community or that could be your niche um, in whatever way That's it for today, and thank you for listening. To learn more about today's guests and our fireside chats, check out our website, utahdiplomacy.org, as well as explore our website to learn more about how to get involved with diplomacy in Utah one handshake at a time.